Hello, and welcome to Transformation by Truth podcast, where the call become the chosen and those who have been dedicated to serve the Most High receive the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth as we progress our quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. My name is D.L. Anderson. I'll be your tour guide. Let's get started with today's lesson. Hello, my friends. D.L. Anderson here. Welcome back to Transformation by Truth podcast and the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. Today, we have another brief word from your host and a reminder that exciting times are on the way. The title of today's podcast is The Edification of the Invisible Body, Part 2. We speak before Elohim and Messiah, but we do all things, dearly beloved, for your edifying. 2 Corinthians 12, 19. The podcast objectives are reveal why assemblies exist, reveal the importance of being led to the right congregation, and analyze the importance of having a spiritual light to show you the boundaries of the Father's will. Now, our first section is entitled, Why Assemblies Exist. In the most recent podcast, I revealed why the spiritual phenomenon of edification is so rare and why the majority within the religious circuit have never experienced it. Like all spiritual deficits, it's because they have not fulfilled the requirements. I'm quite sure you will appreciate this reality after considering a scriptural definition of the spiritual model of edification. Consider this. By definition, edification is a process in which each member of an assembly experiences constant spiritual increase, i.e., progress and growth, as they are consistently enlightened by the work of the ministry, e.g. instruction, correction, support, and servant leadership, and persistently unified. As you can see, there are three primary degrees of edification. One, consistent enlightenment. Two, constant spiritual increase. And three, persistent unification. Like the cyclical nature of ministry and all things spiritual, these degrees constitute an infinite cycle. Every time you complete the cycle, you progress your quest for holiness and experience spiritual growth. As you can see by the image to the left, enlightenment leads to increase, which leads to unification, which leads back to enlightenment, and the process of edification begins again. 
I trust you received a very critical truism from this analysis vis-a-vis the fact that it is impossible to walk in the way of holiness apart from edification. This is why assemblies exist and why the word of truth admonishes us to congregate with men and women of like precious faith. It is for the following reason, which I will offer as an interest point. I ask you to consider it carefully, especially if you are being led to leave the church and you are seeking spiritual guidance as to your next steps. Despite the vast array of gifts and talents we all possess, we are unable to experience the spiritual increase required to walk in the way of holiness by ourselves. Rather, we must do so in the congregation of the righteous, i.e. physical communities within the invisible body of Yahushua Messiah. Proverbs 2717 reads, iron is sharpened by iron, and a man sharpens the face of his friend. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12 reads, two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one lifts his companion up. But woe to him who is alone when he falls for he has no one to help him up. Also, if two lie down together, they keep warm. But how does one keep warm by himself? Although one might be overpowered, two withstand him, and a threefold cord is not readily broken. Now, our next section is entitled, Lead to the right congregation. I have provided a few of the many verses that testify to the power of spiritually progressive congregations and the role each plays in the edification of each individual member. Trust me, there are many, many more. Yet I had no urgency to belabor this truth. On the contrary, the Spirit is leading me to qualify this truth with a warning. For where there is a great opportunity to succeed, there is also a great opportunity to fail. Consider this, my friends, and do not be led astray. The same way the right congregation will edify you and enhance your quest for holiness the wrong congregation will do the exact opposite. It will compromise you and disqualify your quest for holiness. We touched on this depressing reality in previous podcasts, revealing that the spiritual potential of any individual in a failed ministry is capped, i.e., they will only get so far in their quest before they become spiritual casualties. Here's a question. Why would someone join a failed ministry knowing they have no potential of being saved? The answer, 
they don't really want to be saved. And this is proven when they witness all the spiritual deficits and yet they remain. As for you, my friend, you are following this ministry because you sincerely desire to be saved. And if this is to be your reality, you must take care and be led by the spirit to an assembly where you will be edified. Trust me, you have great potential. The father would have never called you if you didn't. However, to unlock this great potential, you need men and women who compliment you. And in some spiritual manner, they complete you. So please take my advice and don't be a member of a church or assembly for the simple sake of not being alone. Trust me, in most cases, you're better off on your own. Don't worry if that is your short-term reality. The Father has his eyes on you, and he will not leave you comfortless. By his Spirit, he will lead you where he wants you. All you have to do is follow, remembering that you've been following him all along. Now, our next section is entitled, to shine a spiritual light. You will know you're in the right congregation first and foremost because you will be enlightened by their ministry. Here again, enlightenment is the first phase of edification. It is the foundation. It is the fundamental degree. Per the definition of edification, this enlightenment is a collection of the ministry's instruction, correction, support, and servant leadership. As I like to summarize, they are the tools, the teaching, and the training they provide you in your quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. The key word in enlighten is light. Ergo, the enlightenment you experience via the work of the ministry is designed to shine a spiritual light on the way of holiness, allowing you to remain within the boundaries of the Father's will for the full duration of your quest. My dear friends, remaining within these boundaries is a must. For the kingdom of darkness has been licensed to oppress those who are outside of the Father's will, regardless of any prior acts of righteousness. Ezekiel 18.24 reads, When a righteous man turns away from his righteousness and does unrighteousness, shall he live? All his righteousness, which he has done, shall not be remembered. For his trespass, which he has committed, and for his sin, which he has committed, for them he shall die. Ezekiel 33.12 reads, The righteousness of the righteous man shall not deliver him in the day of his transgression, 
the righteous shall not be able to live because of his righteousness in the day that he sins. For this cause, willfully choosing to disregard the Father's will after being enlightened is one of the worst decisions you could ever make. Trust me, if you take this action, you will never recover from it. Your window is closed. Hebrews 6, 4 through 6 reads, For it is impossible for those who are once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the set-apart spirit and have tasted the good word of Elohim and the powers of the age to come and fall away to renew them again to repentance, having impaled for themselves the son of Elohim again and put him to open shame. Hebrews 10, 26-27 reads, For if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remains no more sacrifice for sins, but some fearsome anticipation of judgment and a fierce fire which is about to consume the opponents. The conclusion of this matter is sure. The beginning of edification is finding the right assembly where you are consistently enlightened by the Holy Spirit. From there, all you have to do is follow the path before you and stay in between the lines. Now, here is the final word. We are living in a world full of darkness, and we cannot be a light if we are not first enlightened. It should come as no surprise that enlightenment is the beginning of edification. For how can one be edified if they do not possess the spiritual sight required to remain in the boundaries of the Father's will? The key word, my friends, is remain. The scriptures are filled with the disastrous accounts of men and women who started out strong and yet they ended up dying tragic deaths outside the Father's will. If you want to avoid the fates they met, you must be consistently enlightened by the set-apart spirit, and wherever he leads you, you must follow. Now, here is the assignment for today. As you have time, please go back and review all the podcasts I posted thus far to aid you as you prepare for the quest ahead. As always, please reach out to me directly if you have any questions. Now, here is what's next. We completed today's podcast, The Edification of the Invisible Body, Part 2. And our next podcast is The Edification of the Invisible Body, Part 3. I'll be posting that on Monday. So have a great weekend, everyone. As always, be led by the Spirit, and I promise I will too. 
I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to tune in with us every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And if you haven't already, visit us at www.pinnacleofholiness.com and make sure you sign up to join the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022.